and away we go. It's the Moonshots DFS Fantasy Podcast. Dan Stratford here to talk through some of the top plays according to MoonshotsDFS.com and what my first look at today's slate Tuesday, May 24th will be. First time digging in over on Moonshots DFS and of course DraftKings. I will remind you FanDuel coming on board in the not too distant future to Moonshots DFS and work being done in the background, of course, to make that possible, all will be part of the same dashboard. If you want to be a member, $7 per week through the end of the 2022 postseason. That is a recurring charge unless you cancel. $25 per month, same through the end of the postseason, recurring unless you cancel. And then from today forward, if you pay $130, it's a one-time payment. You get all the way through the end of the postseason as well. Uh, Discord chat is available. Uh, there is a stadium tour, a free subscription plan, giving you access to the entire site. The data and content do have limitations, and you can, of course, as I said, join Discord uh, for any further discussions, uh, as it were. Fun time in my house is when my youngest got really into My Little Pony and loved the character Discord, and I would discuss chatting something in Discord, and we'd have a whole circular conversation over exactly what that was about. But I digress off topic already here on the Moonshot DFS podcast. I do apologize. I hope everyone is doing well on this Tuesday. My Nats call yesterday fell flat on its face. Absolutely flat on its face. Uh, Tyler Anderson, what, perfect game through six. Mea culpa. Uh, but uh, I liked the the thought process behind it. Did not turn out. Only played two lineups. Did not cash at all yesterday. Uh, hoping to play a few more today. We do have uh, piano this afternoon. We do have Irish step dance again. So I will be in and out of building lineups throughout the day. Probably will eventually just get three in. Uh, as, as I normally do. I am playing in that uh, home run leaderboard over on DraftKings, the single entry, starting to fill up. So yesterday it looked like there was a potential for overlay, and then um, I don't think it actually overlaid, but definitely not full. Today already up to, and it's uh, 12.20 p.m. Eastern time, up to 1,800 entries out of 4,200. This is the $5.55 or $4.44 entry, one or the other. 555 uh, and then there's a 44 44 and then there's something in the hundreds which uh, I'm not gonna play so let's dive in we're gonna go through Vegas first as we've been doing here just to set the scene then we'll dive over to the dashboard and see what our matchups are 12 game slate Baltimore at New York uh, currently a live total of eight Orioles have dropped from 3.5 to 3.2. Yankees from 5.2 to 5. So we've lost half a run there, uh, according to Vegas. Dodgers down from 5.7 to 5.2. Total from 9 to 8.5, with the Nats checking in at 3.5. Full disclosure, I'm playing a national stats stack today simply because of baseball. Hashtag baseball. Uh, you can't explain it, uh, Susan. Uh, but uh, we're going we're gonna to run it back. Walker Buehler, obviously uh, a very solid, if not great, starter. Uh, Dodgers minus 250 on the money line. So obviously well favored here, but uh, simply because I can't take uh, the loss yesterday without coming back to it, I'm going to run a, a Nat stack out there again today. Not in any way saying anyone else should do that, but just sort of a nature of full disclosure as I run through these games. Braves and Phillies. Braves at 4.9, 3.8. For the Phillies, we're up half a run with Philly going from 3.4 to 3.8. Braves from 4.3 to 4.9. 
Twins and Detroit, 3.2 implied live for Detroit, 5 for the Twins. We lost a half run there as well as Detroit fell from 3.6 to 3.2. The Twins are a team I will come back to. Uh, Blue Jays and Cardinals, 4.1 for the Blue Jays, 3.6 for the Cardinals. 7.5 is our over-under. 3.3 implied live total for the Cleveland Guardians, 4.9 for the Houston Astros, 8 is our over-under. Seven and a half over under for Sox v. Sox. Red Sox at White Sox. 3.4 currently for the Red Sox against Dylan Cease. For the White Sox, 4.3 against Nick Pavetta, who has been very good of late. Um, We'll talk about that as well in a little while. Angels hosting the Rangers. Eight and a half total. This has come up uh, where we've seen the Angels go from 4.3 implied open to a 4.9 implied live. So they've gotten 0.6. Uh, runs the Rangers have dropped 0.1, so we're at eight and a half there. Padres and Brewers, premier pitching matchup here. Six and a half is our total, with uh, 3.5 for the Brewers, 3.1 for the Padres. A's at Mariners, four implied live for the Mariners, 3.2 for the A's. Seven is our over/under, dropping from seven and a half. Diamondbacks and Royals, 5.1 for the Diamondbacks, up 0.2. From the open, 3.6 for the Royals, down from 3.8, giving us an 8.5 over-under. And the Mets and San Francisco Giants, 7 over-under right now. 7.5 was the open, 3.7 implied live for the Mets, 4 for the Giants. And I want to come back to that one as well in a little bit. Uh, If I say I'm going to come back to something and I don't, it's just because I forgot. Not because any new information came in or something changed. It's simply because I, I, I made a... A mistake, as it were. Uh, let's dive into our dashboard. Precipitation could be a problem in Nationals Park. 40% chance of rain. Same for the Braves. So those East Coast games uh, could have some weather issues. Yankees and Orioles only at 4%. We do have cooler weather for the Braves. Sorry, for the Yankees and the Nationals in the 60s. Braves are at 81 degrees with 59% relative humidity. Not surprising that rain... I could, dive into a meteorology course here real quick but not surprising rain uh, is in the forecast with the humidity creeping up same in washington 72 percent uh precipitation is at 40 percent twins and tigers 37 percent relative humidity 66 degrees blue jays at cardinals 73 degrees 62 percent relative humidity wind as of right now seems to be blowing in uh, as the projected for tonight as the forecast uh astros are indoors white Sox, red Sox, 62 percent relative humidity 56 degrees a wind blowing across from left to right field at 15 miles an hour. That's the kind of thing to keep an eye on. If that shifts at guaranteed rate field, all of a sudden the ball's flying out at a much higher rate. Angels hosting the Rangers, 57% relative humidity, 74 degrees. That sounds like a nice hitting weather to me. And then you have uh, Athletics at Mariners, 63% relative humidity, 59 degrees. 17% chance of rain in Seattle. Padres, 63 degrees, 85% relative humidity. And again, this flip-flop over there in the West Coast. Mets at Giants, 87 degrees, 87 degrees in San Francisco. And that's a game, again, you don't want to take, you know, one-game samples and and try to extrapolate out what's going to happen the next day because I made the joke, you know, it's baseball season, but that's baseball season is that quote. Um the Mets obviously are a very good offense. The San Francisco Giants have a very good pitching staff. I think we all, you know, for the most part can agree to that. They have built a very solid 
process out there. But this is the sort of game, again, talking yesterday about being different than everyone. I actually got to reconnect with uh, Jason Walker after I mentioned his name yesterday, which was great. Um, this is the kind of game where I'm going to keep an eye on this. I'm going to see what lineup the Mets roll out. I'm going to see what sort of numbers really Logan Webb, and ha Logan Webb has. And again, I can do that on the website directly. I can click right in to Logan Webb, pulls up his um, handedness, advanced splits. You see that against righties, he's been very good. 249 Woba, .079 ISO on the year. He hasn't given up home runs, just two on the season. Strikeouts are low, 34 strikeouts in, in 48 innings. So he's the ball's being put in play, right? The ball's being put in play by Logan Webb, by the, the pitches he's choosing to throw. And let's see, pitch percentage. Yeah, that sinker is a large percentage there. And so not surprising that the home runs are not happening. If he's off, though, that sinker's in the middle of the zone. You get a lot of power from the Mets. Lysa Lindor, Alonzo clearly would become very intriguing to me if I'm projecting them that way. Looking through uh, the dashboard, the team that's going to stand out the most. So I got the Braves. Again, we got to watch weather there. But the Braves against righties on, on the season, very solid. Very solid. Kyle Gibson, not anyone who scares me uh, when it comes to a skill set or, or pitch type uh, when thinking about the Braves. ISO has been down, hasn't given up a ton of power, but the Woba and ex-Woba is there. So he's going to give up base hits, going to give up contact. Uh, the weather is conducive to some some big flies there. The Astros stand out against Zach Plesak. Again, another decent pitcher in Plesak. Uh, Plesak's had some very good numbers over his young career in the major leagues so far this year. Righties have taken it to him. The 212 ISO on the season for righties, a 345 expected Woba, uh, 334 expected Woba against lefties. So uh, a team like the Astros against Zach Plesak, probably highly owned. The Yankees against Bruce Zimmerman, I don't need to belabor this one. Righty power bats for the Yankees. Stanton, Judge clearly are going to be highly projected, highly owned and can be a key part of your cash lineups, can be a key part of one-offs, right? If you don't want to stack the Yankees, but you want a one-off Stanton, you want a one-off Glaber Torres, you want a one-off um, Aaron Judge, I get all that. I think that's that's perfectly reasonable and a way to go about creating a little bit of a differentiation for yourself when it comes to what you have as part of your lineup construction. I will also point out that we'll have an article over on Moonshots DFS. Adam Strange is uh, writing that up, I believe, as I speak, quite literally, um, and should be posted in a little bit. Adam will have his own takes here, mine. We'll also have the Discord chat going throughout the day for any discussion points you want to bounce off the quote unquote uh, analysts or uh, off fellow members. Uh, good discussion going on there. Um, some old. Names from the old fan vice uh, days uh, pop up from time to time, which is pretty funny to see. Uh, so uh, pretty awesome to see that. The team I do want to highlight is the Minnesota Twins. Now, Ronnie Garcia is, I think, Stone Cold Min over on DraftKings. I think he's 4K on the day. Um, he's thrown in eight games, 14 innings, two home runs. So we have the opener here. I haven't seen who the projected piggyback is. I have not seen that as of yet. But forgetting even as an opener and just talking about the Minnesota Twins on the year, 
against righties. Now there are six. Let's see. Let me make sure I get this right. Yeah, six righties in the Detroit bullpen. The Minnesota Twins on the year against right-handed pitchers. K percentage twenty-three percent. Okay, fine. You know that's fine. It's middling, upper middling. But their power numbers: woba of three thirty-nine, expected woba woba of three thirty-six. So right in line, right? So what what the uh, at bats should have done and what they are doing very much in line. An ISO of two eighteen against right-handed pitchers. Two eighteen. So this is a Minnesota Twins lineup that I think. We're going to have to pay attention to today. Taking a look at the projected lineup, which is available over on Moonshots DFS, you'll see the the team name is in red. When a lineup is confirmed, it is green. I hope I hope we see something slightly different. I get why managers do the right-left, right-left thing. I understand with relievers, especially now you have to throw three batters, blah, 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 blah. But Buxton at leadoff. Luis Arias at second, Correa, Polanco, Kepler, Sanchez, Urshela, Larnack, and Jeffers. Sanchez is 4,800. Don't love that, but Gio Urshela is 3,100. Urshela's been fine this year. I mean, I don't think anyone's expecting gigantic numbers from him. But I'm, I'm kind of hoping we see Gio bat eighth, Jeffers bat ninth, and Buxton bat first. I love trying to figure out off the beaten path stacks for teams that I like. So eight nine one, I'm a big fan of. I just like that idea of, of getting different than everyone else in a game stack. Now, if this is a low owned stack, which I, I don't have projections as to what that would be as of right now, we'll have uh, stack projections and and stacks later on in the day. If it's a low owned stack, then taking you know the top four is fine. I, I completely get that. So, a big fan there of uh, the Minnesota Twins. I, I think the numbers just bear out to be uh, beyond just handedness. Just a, a, a really sweet matchup for them. Uh, the Dodgers, going to be a top matchup. I, I, it really comes down to ownership and seeing if you can get different. Uh, I know yesterday, let's see what the Dodgers projected lineup is as of right now. I assume it's just a placeholder scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's so exciting on a podcast to listen to a host scroll through information. Yeah. Edwin Rios was batting fourth yesterday. I don't know if that happens again, but if that does, it just makes this stack so much easier to play with. Right. And again, with the Dodgers, let me see what yesterday's lineup actually was. Uh, scores. And we go back to May 23rd. Dodgers Nationals box score. All right, let's see what we had yesterday as the exact lineup. Betts, Freeman, Turner, Rios, Smith, Muncie, Bellinger, Taylor, Gavin Lux. And that was against the righty. So we get another righty today in gray. If we could get Bellinger Lux at the bottom of the lineup, Taylor split them up yesterday. But if you get Bellinger Lux, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, eight nine one two, sign me up. Sign me up. Again, I I know the problems with Cody Bellinger on the year. Uh, Forty three hundred is pretty expensive to spend 
for him, striking out 29.6% of the time at present. But I like getting different there. I like being able to mix and match those stacks. And as I said, I'm, I'm going to stack the Nationals. It's just going to happen. I'm going to go probably one, two, three, four, and let it let it roll against Walker Bueller. Um, let me look at Bueller's numbers here. Scrolling. This is riveting podcasting by me today. Walker Bueller on the year. 124 overall ISO, 263 Woba. There's nothing to like here about going up against Walker Bueller. There's nothing. Like, there's quite literally nothing. That's why I'm doing it uh, because of baseball, because I need some retribution from yesterday. Uh, 72% relative humidity is nice. Temperature is low, though, uh, and the 40% chance of rain uh, could obviously see uh, rain out for both sides of this game. But maybe I'll just do a full game stack, see what I can piece together. Um, between these two teams and what pitchers I can get to. Let's do that now. Let's have some fun on the podcast. I'm going to put together Bellinger. Uh, we're going to go Lux at second base. Uh, we're going to go Freddie Freeman at first. And we're going to go Trey at short. And then... Let's look at what the Nats lineup was yesterday. Let's see if we can go Kybert Ruiz. We go Soto. That's not how you spell Soto. Soto and Boomstick, little Nelson Cruz. Okay, that leaves me needing a third baseman. So I'll probably go try to find a a min, or maybe I'll one-off Rafael Devers. Mm, he's only 5,900. That leaves me 56.50 for two pitchers. Let's go back to the projections. Mm, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'd have to go Plesak against the Astros. Yeah. Well, it was fun while it lasts. I knew it wasn't going to work. But nonetheless, uh, maybe I, I piece together. I get rid of, rid of uh, Devers and only play Soto and Cruz if they bat 3-4. So get rid of Devers. Get rid of the catcher. We go with a, a cheap catcher. We go with Jeffers, right, because I was talking about him before. Um, and we go with... Um, Suarez is intriguing. Do Justin Turner here. Just get more Dodgers in. All right, let's just pick somebody. Uh, Brad Miller. Let's see if Brad Miller is uh, leading off against Noah Syndergaard. And that gives us 75-50. That's playable. And then I could go with a police sack against the Astros, assuming he's under-owned, and I, I want to chase some strikeouts. Or I could do Pavetta which that's somebody I wanted to bring up too. Nick Pavetta's numbers have been so very solid, but he's still Nick Pavetta. <laughs> and so uh, Matt Modica, who, who's a season-long player over, over on NFBC, um, pointed out he's been great. Not great. He's been very solid. On the year, uh, K per nine is at 8.65, walks per nine at 2.95, which is great because it's down. And, and that's huge for him. Um Against a uh, total of yeah 9.5% walk rate, 
strikeout rate of 25.9. So K minus walk of what? 16%. Very solid. ISO against 0.172. And Pavetta is just, what is he, 78 against the White Sox. And so the White Sox team, that strikes out enough. Swing strike rate, whiff rate, both very solid for Pavetta to go up against. So if I put Pavetta in, that leaves me with 7,300. And then I go, Blake Snell falls into my lap. Blake Snell against the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers have power, obviously, against lefties, but I like the matchup in San Diego. The total is on my side there. Uh, if I go back to my totals, that was one of the lower ones. It's, it is the lowest one of the day, 6.5. Brewers are at 3.5, but let's see what Whiffers Row says for us quickly here. All right, Snell's low here, 5.25 expected strikeouts. But I'll finish here uh, and let you go about your day. I've rambled on enough uh, talking about this slate. Uh, notice these podcasts keep getting longer and longer as I get my you know, my DFS legs back underneath me and, and talking these uh, talking these slates. But Wiffers Row, not surprisingly, Corbin Burns is top of the heap. Cease and then Gaussman are your top three. Five and six, I find intriguing. As I said, Blake Snell is down there around number 10 at 5.25. Daily launch menu, home runs. So if you are somebody who likes uh, prop bets, these the home runs and the whiffers row are, are ones that you could take a look at. Let me see this quickly. Average points on the stack. Yankees, Sox, Red Sox. Okay, against Dylan Seas. So the projections thus far are like the Red Sox against Dylan Seas. Uh, Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Royals. Royals are up there in the top five stacks as well. As of right now, all this will change with uh, the lineups coming out in a little while. Uh, so you have Devers, Jordan Alvarez, and Reese Hoskins are your top three expected home runs at, as of right now. And our top three projected pitchers, total points, not just strikeouts, Corbin Burns, Kevin Gaussman, Max Freed so far. Didn't really talk about Freed at all for the Braves against the Phillies, uh, but that makes some sense numbers-wise as well. So... Just a preview of what we have on here, what I'm looking at, what I'm finding interesting so far today. Tons of research still to do. Tons of, uh, I'll say crunching, not, you know, thank you, Fantasy Cruncher, but crunching the numbers, trying to figure out exactly where I want to go and seeing how many contests I'm going to ent enter. I will say, if you're playing in single-entry contests, uh, don't just play a cash lineup. Uh, ownership still matters in single-entry lineups. Uh, so so if you're, the, even the single-entries are so top-heavy. And so skewed to those first place prizes, as a whole, you should be chasing first place, not just chase cashing. Because uh, that's a losing proposition over the entirety of a season. So, with that said, hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, if you do, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, leave a rating, do all those fun things. Head on over to Discord. Uh, we appreciate you, you commenting and chatting over there with uh, the variety of people who have started to join. And um, we want to see you. Uh, so I gave you how to sign up. Head to moonshotsdfs.com, become a member, and uh, let's see if we can't take down some tournaments uh, and some big cash prizes along the way. With that said, thanks so much for listening to the Moonshots DFS podcast.